Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Comic Book Commute podcast with your host, VM Campos. Uh, this is the podcast you listen to on your commute during my commute. So let's get on the road. This is going to be a bit of a short podcast. I don't have a very long commute at the moment. But what I want to talk about are movie adaptations for comic books. So I started reading comics um, in about 1987 on a regular basis. And uh, once in a while, I picked up a movie adaptation book. Usually I um, was reading Spider-Man pretty exclusively. So I was reading Marvel. And Marvel had uh, seemed to have cornered the market in the 80s mostly the 80s and the 90s um, cornered the market on on movie adaptations so one that I remember from the 80s was Willow so that was the uh, uh, that was the fantasy movie uh, of the 80s you you have Lord of the Rings in the latest generation. Well, back in the day, you had Willow. That was Warwick Davis, who was a little person uh, named Willow. In the movie, he had to go on a quest. Uh, I'm a little sketchy on the details, but it's one of the classic 88 movies of the 80s, and I'm sure it's got its own 30th anniversary edition coming out any day now. And who else was in it? Val Kilmer. So anyway, it became a Marvel comic at some point. It was, uh, they were sort of doing a bunch of these one and two and three issue adaptations of various movies. I remember buying that. I, at the moment, I don't remember if it was multi-issues. I do remember I have, I, I had bought and I still have issue number one. It was probably a two-issue thing, maybe a one-issue, you know, 64 pages or so, maybe. And uh, I loved it because it was just another perspective on the, on the movie. I loved the movie. It was action-packed. It was amazing. One of the things that I still remember 30 years later, and I haven't seen the movie in a long, long time, is the part where, you, uh, where Willow and Val Kilmer, who was Mad Morgan, they uh, like uh, jump in a sled or a shield or something, and they slope down or they ski down uh, the slopes, these snowy slopes, and they get away from the bad guys. Tangentially, the Willow Nintendo game for the classic 8-bit Nintendo was amazing. I still have that, I think. The music still sticks with me and the adventures, and it was an amazing Zelda-esque game. Uh, so anyway, great movie, great game, very cool movie adaptation comic book from Marvel Comics. Another movie adaptation from back in the day, uh, this one was Robocop. Now, I don't recall there being a Robocop Part 1 comic, there probably was... Uh, but what I had 
This was late 90s, maybe early, I mean late 80s, early 90s. It was Robocop 2. That one I definitely remember and I believe I still have. That one was another Marvel 3 or 2 uh, miniseries or so. And that one was, of course, uh, Robocop. After the original Frank Miller craziness um, of the first one, we had the second one, which was more commercial. Uh, it was still rated R, but it was toned down. And now it had Robocop versus the insane Robocop 2, which was Kane, I believe. And so I saw that movie, I thought it was amazing, robots fighting and uh, all of that, and then the comic book. So, um, the style of both Willow and, uh, and Robocop was sort of, um, I suppose you can call it the classic 80s mainstream pedestrian art, in that it was a technically good art, but it was more realistic than the, than the usual comics. Spider-Man comics and so forth, X-Men comics. This is more realistic because it had to look like the characters. It had to look like, you know, Warwick Davis and Val Kilmer and um, I'm suddenly blanking on the RoboCop actor's name. Peter Weller. There we go. It had to look like Peter Weller. So I had those. I still have them. Uh, another one that I remember from from that time, uh, which was sort of a ironic uh, its path, but it was the Rocketeer movie adaptation. Uh, this one was not from Marvel Comics. It was some sort of subsidiary of Disney. Um, it had no logo of like a discernible comic company. Uh, but in, if you read the Indicia, it talks about, you know, the Walt Disney Company and such. So here's a story about that. Pretty interesting. Rocketeer, which was a comic book uh, adaptation of a Disney movie who had actually uh, Pierce Brosnan before he was, um, before he was uh, James Bond. And he was playing the bad guy, actually. And so this was a comic book adaptation of a movie, but the movie was a comic book adaptation. The Rocketeer is a retro uh, noir, um, or let's see, not really noir, but a retro 40s, I'm sure it's got a name, retro 40s character created in the 80s by Dave Stevens, I believe Dave Stevens, uh, created this character in the 80s to have a vibe from the 30s. So I could see that he was doing a mishmash of classic 30s pulp characters, you know, uh, 50 years later in the 80s, early 80s. So to my knowledge, Rocketeer debuted in Pacific Comics. Shout out to poor Pacific Comics. They're not around anymore. But they were based here in San Diego, good old San Diego. And they published a bunch of independent books in the 80s. I like to keep an eye out for those, you know, books uh, by Bernie Wrightson and uh, Alien Worlds and um, the original Pacific Comics Presents and, and stuff like that. Oh, grew. Uh, Grew the Wanderer debuted in in a in a Pacific comic as well, um, but uh, so Dave Stevens created the Rocketeer in the '80s, and uh, it was sort of an underground thing for a while, and it got some acclaim, and then eventually uh, Disney, I suppose, bought the rights and published the um, 
the the movie so a movie uh, it's, it had to be like I don't know 1990 or so and then there was a comic book so that went full circle comic book to movie back to comic book uh, so I've got that Rocketeer book and I've actually managed to track down some of those Pacific comics I've got I believe I've got Pacific Presents number two which is the second appearance of the Rocketeer uh, which I picked up at a thrift store so go back and listen to a previous episode where I wax poetic about thrift stores and how you, you can find some cool stuff there um, this was a couple years ago I was at one of my favorite thrift stores uh, I don't want to tell you which one it is because you'll take my comics uh, but it's here in the area of San Diego specifically Spring Valley area you can find it there perhaps and uh, <clears throat> I found uh, Pacific Presents number two so that was the original comic from the Rocketeer, then it became a movie, then it became a comic. Very glossy, very well drawn. Um, I, I remember it gave me interesting feelings reading that comic because at one point there was an interesting shot looking down the girl's dress and I felt a little funny looking at it, which I still do feel funny looking at it. And uh, let's see, another um, comic book adaptation... Um, off the top of my head, I have, here's another meta one, uh, the same sort of, uh, rigmarole path for, um, uh, for, for, for its, uh, route, uh, Howard the Duck, the movie adaptation. Now, for you youngsters, we've got Howard the Duck being published by Marvel, um, Nowadays, you know, 2015 and on, maybe as early as 2014. Uh, but there's been various iterations of Howard the Duck. Now, the thing about that was, uh, I don't have a copy of this, but I've seen it at my local comic shop. Uh, there's Howard the Duck, the movie adaptation, because there was Howard the Duck in the 80s, which was actually a George Lucas joint, one of his greatest failures, unfortunately. Now, I watched the movie, and I loved the movie. Uh, you know, ducks from another dimension, and then... Uh, these weird creatures coming to destroy the earth and Howard kissing uh, the female lead and uh, um, what's his name? The main bad guy who gets possessed. Uh, I'm thinking Jeffrey Tambor, but that's not it at all. Um, who was the actor? Jeffrey Jones, I believe. Yeah. So anyway, movie, then movie adaptation, comic book. But before the movie, there was Howard the Duck in the 70s from Marvel, one of the weird characters that they did at the time, uh, which was an interesting character. Then they made it into a movie, which was a big failure. And then a comic book based on the movie, that was a failure. And then they had Howard kicking around the Marvel Universe here and there for, throughout, for several years. And then they kind of resurrected him several times. I've got a couple of Howard the Ducks number ones. Uh, one is a very cool zombie variant cover with a very violent cover of zombie Howard getting shot in the head. Check out that video on my cool comic book covers series over on Vimeo. Vimeo.com slash VMCampos. Uh, so those are some uh, comic book adaptations of movies. There's, of course, a whole bunch of them. So leave a comment. Um, talk about a few of them, any that you like, any interesting ones. And um, we'll start a discussion.
So this is VM Campos for the comic book commute. Drive safe. Thank you.